0: Bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious! The Modern Eater. Food,
1: food, food, food. Come and, get it.
2: and now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck and Jay Parker.
3: All right, yes, it is, and here we are, the Modern Eater Show, live on iHeartRadio right now. It's 6.06 in the Mile High City, getting going with a big show tonight. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman hanging out in the iHeart Studios. This is a good one tonight. Uh, You guys, we've been around to uh, quite a few great places today. Yeah. Or not today. This week. This This has been a
2: big week. A busy,
3: busy, big week. Uh, Just to highlight what's going to go on the show tonight. So, uh, our friend Kyle Moyer. Right, who's in studio mm-hmm. with us here tonight? I don't. It takes an act of God to drag him into the studio somehow, <laughs> but apparently, God's in the studio too. Well, or at least the, the fairy gut. Mother.
2: You know, come on, Crafty Fox is a big project. There's there's a lot of work that's moving parts. He's he's always busy. That boy, Kyle,
3: hanging out in Moyerville, is what I call it. it it's really cool because um, he texted me a um, a friend of his. He texted me a link to a website and said, um, hey, I just reconnected with a high school friend of mine. Her name's Carly Smith. Uh, She calls herself the fairy gut mother. And at first blush, right away, I knew in 15 seconds Mm -hmm. I wanted to get this gal Mm -hmm. on the radio because it's just all of the nerdy stuff that we love about food, health, your body, how your body works out.
2: Yeah, we're uh, never talking about this, right? We never talk about our gut health. Uh,
3: well, listen, I th- and, and I think that a lot of people are going to be interested in this because uh, gut health is where it all begins and where it all ends. And um, so Carly Smith, she's going to be on the show. And if you want to check her out ahead of time, uh, she'll be on the, after 615, thefairygutmother.com, fairygutmother.com, not the the. the. I'm without out the the. the <laughs> yeah. Too. And speaking of making sure the the is in there, themoderneater.com, we launched a new comprehensive website. This past week, which I think we're all thrilled about. We're still getting our footing with it, Um, but really a news source, a source to where you can um, find all of the archived shows. Good job for Jay. He put three years worth of shows loaded into that website.
2: The the website looks awesome. You really should go out and check it out. It's
3: themoderneater.com, and uh, hopefully you'll make it a part of your everyday life Um, and no reason not to. The writers that we have on there. So collaborative writers is really uh, as we build the Modern Eater Network. And um, so I'm doing editorials, you guys, which, you know, you who, have who an better opinion? about opinion. Yeah,
2: you have an opinion? <laughs> no. what, what, what's wrong with that? I you? don't.
3: <laughs> uh, added to the Modern Eater team is um, Emily Fletcher, a realtor by day and and uh, food bavant. By By night. night. (laughs) Uh, She just loves Colorado, hyper-local, the food scene, beverages, you know. Her
2: industry, she's on the streets all the time. She eats out probably two, three times a day.
3: I knew this next article would be a hit because I think we've set him up for success. It's in his wheelhouse, but Jay writes, Why the Bartender Hates You. And it's perfect. (laughs) It's, It's so good. It's just funny.
4: People need a little humor. Lighten up, Jay. No, nothing about it is funny at all. <laughs> yeah, Every, well, yeah. it's
2: not cynical. It's Everything not cynical. about
4: oh. it is miserable, and that's <laughs> why the bartender hates you. So basically what I do is I write as a bartender, a current bartender, and one going back 20 years, even though I don't look that old. Thank you. Forty uh, years. But I, I write about the things that people do in a restaurant and a bar that drives, your whether it's a bartender or a server, kind of the same thing, drives them crazy. So I think it's uh, it's it's fascinating.
3: Well, and I look at, you know, obviously – you do that. You're a bartender in the business, career bartender.
4: Um, I'm the guy who's driving you crazy. You're one of them. You're one of them. And Greg and I, and Brian, as you know, uh, Greg and I go back and forth. I mean, we argue uh, a lot. but that's About what happens. etiquette. That's what happens when you spend six days a week yeah. with anybody, right? But etiquette, uh, another off the menu, you know, certain things, passive aggressiveness, you know. So I'm from time to time, not all the time, because he's actually pretty good. But Jay, he, he'll do something that I'll, that I'll say, hey, hmm.
2: Yeah. You know, hmm. I, I think we said that today, didn't we? Um Jay, you're Jay. there
4: to serve my
3: needs. Uh, yeah. That's well all it is it's, just it's, be quiet and give me my Bud Light. You life. see, there see there it is. That's there, it, yes. that's some oh, of it. You I know, Lord a, he's it.
4: being sarcastic, on, but there's a little bit in not. there. Go I'll organic. pour you a little
2: extra foam, baby.
3: Go organic. Brian Freeman, uh, you know, no no secret. You own growers organic. I I, I always use that as a kind of a benchmark or gauge for restaurants. You know, hey, do you, do you use Brian Freeman and and Growers Organic because I know you're sourcing the best produce. that's uh, going to be organic from farms. It, it's hyper local. You 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 know you're supporting farms, farms, families, um, everybody in the chain. And um, I'm really looking forward to see how you develop this column go organic by Brian Freeman. So
2: it's going to be exciting. We're you know not only talking about local organic. But we're going to talk about wildcraft. We're going to talk about all kinds of food-related. That's what it is. It's it's the ingredients to the best foods in town. So
3: again, talking about the writers, um, the new addition to the ModernEater.com. Next up, uh, spice is the variety of life. I was at um, Spice Trade. I don't know a couple months back, and talking to Jeff Tyler, who's the brewer there. The Spice Trades inside the Yak and Yeti, and they're very spice heavy on what they're doing. And he's like, you know. We're talking, and in, in Variety is the Spice of Life came up, and I said, hey, man, spice is the variety of life. And so off the dovetailing off of that, uh, here's Chef Tim Ziegler, who is the Italco uh, spice. Uh, he, I mean, there's nobody better in my estimation. He's writing about spices, and that's really cool. Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project's um, Andrew Moore and Charlie Gottenkinney from Brews Beers. Um, They're going to be our our brewers that write about brewing. And then we have a a chef's blog, uh, Chef J.P. Krause, who's the president of the Colorado chapter of the ACF, American Culinary Federation. He stepped in and he is going to be writing about kitchen culture with chefs. And, uh, you know, again, another kind of insider article about how it works inside of a
4: restaurant. But um, very worthwhile for your read, too. Well, and that's the best thing, Greg J. here. That's the best thing about the people that are writing for TheModernEater.com is that it gives you an inside look to things that, you know, you don't think about every day, I guess. But once you start to hear how your food gets to your plate and how organic is different, it opens your eyes and it it changes the way you live your day-to-day life.
3: Yeah. Last but not least, he's in studio now. We had a conversation on the telephone uh, we'll catch up with Kyle Moyer and booze in the news, but uh, really all the booze news you can use with Kyle Moyer, I don't know of anybody better that's just got a handle on, uh, you know, delicious craft beer, uh, what's coming out, new releases. Uh, he's a whiskey guy. He, You know, his his collection of whiskey, the guy has forgotten more than I'll ever know about booze, and none better than Kyle Moyer is going to write the booze in the news column unless something's changed because something changes all the time in Kyle's Let's like, <laughs> he'll let us know. Uh, so that's all there for you for your consumption and one of the really cool elements that we'll be bringing to you on the show from our food editor and beat columnist Emily Fletcher. She'll be out a- about around town as our roving reporter and none better way than to introduce that now than have her out and about right now at Collaboration Fest. It's downtown at the Hyatt this year. I'm surprised Moyer's not there, but let's go to the VIP line where she is right now, Miss Emily Fletcher. How are you?
5: Hey guys, I'm doing awesome.
3: I'll bet you got delicious Colorado craft beer in you.
5: I do. Yeah. Good beer, good people.
3: Okay, so we set the stage. Emily's there. She's live at Collaboration Fest. They have about forty five minutes. Um, to get it in. I don't know. Is Charlie on the line with us somehow, way? I don't think he, so. He's supposed to be. Okay. Well, he's texting he's, me right now. Well, we've got Emily. Emily, give us a little, um, a, a couple-minute spill of what's going on at Collaboration Fest right now.
5: Yeah, absolutely. So, Collaboration Fest has been going on for a couple hours now. It's down by Hyatt. I mean, it's frankly a monstrous event. There are tons of people here, lots and lots and lots of brewers. I'm looking at Zone 1, a zone spot of five zones. I mean, there's a lot of beer here. Um, and I'm looking at Zone One right now, and here are a few things I note. I mean, people have there in their hands. People are having solid face-to-face conversations. You know what? People are not on their phones. I am the weirdo on my phone right now because everybody here is engaged in face-to-face conversation. Like glasses are clinking, people are hugging. Um, it's it's really in, in our modern world. You know how unique it is for people to be putting their phones down and just hanging out.
3: What's the standout beer for you um, on this collaboration fest?
5: You know what? Um, and I'm trying to recall who did the collab on it, but probably the most unique beer that I've had today that I really thought was special was a Pimm's Cup beer. So, you know, Pimm's Cup, like the kind of traditional English beer um, It has some forage, so it was a little vegetal, uh, very cucumber-y. Um, so, yeah, it was a, a Pimm's Cup. I think it was an IPA. It was really great.
3: Wow. And so who was that by?
5: I need to track them down. Isn't that terrible? I'll find out for you guys. I'll put it on the blog, okay?
3: Yeah, delicious beer that we have no idea. We got, yeah, we have to figure that out. (laughs) Emily, so we're going to check in with you periodically here for a couple minute hits. And then um, in the next hour, 7 o'clock, I think you're setting something up there um, for a little longer form. But um Get some people. What What are some things that we might be able to look forward to on the show tonight that you'll peek in with?
5: In terms of uh, in terms of being here at the collab, fest.
3: No, in terms of you uh, hanging out at home tonight. Yes, of course, Emily. (laughs)
5: Collaboration.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Collaboration (laughs) fest. Gosh, what
5: do we have to look forward
1: to? Yeah, we're
5: going to be talking to so we're going to be talking to a very special brewer. You guys get to introduce him later um hearing some news about the breweries there as we peek in we'll kind of just see who's around me i've been chatting up with a lot of people um lots of people from my hometown you know what's cool is when you meet people and you realize oh my gosh wait like we grew up five minutes away from each other that that is why we go out to these events right it's beer and it's community and it's local local food and hyper local people right
3: amen you grab them we'll get them looking forward to checking yep. back in with you thank awesome. you emily Thanks, there she is out on the street there emily Fletcher from Collaboration Fest tonight. Last year, we were at Collaboration Fest.
2: Yeah, I bet she's having a good time. Hopefully, she gets back to us with some names, uh, some good beers, and we find a little bit more of what's going on there. It'll be exciting to hear. <laughs> That's right. Brian. At least she's, she's left us on the edge of our seats.
4: That's right. Fairy Godmother
3: Mother up next in the next segment. Her name's Carly Smith. Oh, foo. It's a new spot in Zeppelin Station, and uh, I love I love meat. I love barbecue. I I claim to be the king of a barbecue, and I kind of want to do like test my skills
4: against the professionals of how that sometimes some hey, hey, I'm a, there I'm ready right, listen right. growing a, a jalapeno bush on your patio that yields one and a half jalapenos not like six doesn't, six doesn't six. technically don't qualify put, don't
2: put that's that's not
4: barbecuing that hey, he's putting
2: himself out there man right. we've got some great chefs he, in shows the studio me and... this, he shows me this
4: plant one day and it's got this one little jalapeno and he's spraying it and he's it's, it was so sweet
2: it was grooming that was a special jalapeno don't diss that
4: jalapeno
3: smells man. delicious in the studio <laughs> Ofu brought in some uh, delicious um, meats. We'll figure out what what they – is it brisket? Brisket, Oh, man. And their sandwiches, everything. We're going to dig in and and find out what's going on at Ofu in the next hour with Joshua Bettini and Jared Leonard. Um, Kind enough to come into the studio tonight. All's well in the world. We'll uh, take a break right now at 618. This is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
0: Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater.
4: Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow. How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce tomato pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options. And they don't forget about the meat lovers, with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com
0: Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit, Rocker Whiskey, Rocker Rum, Rocker Vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. RockerSpirits.com. Rocker Spirits.
4: Hey, it's Jay Parker. You guys hear us talk about John Irvin and gluten-free things all the time. Listen to what our good friend Chef Keegan Gerhardt from D-Bar Denver and the Food Network had to say. i want
6: to give a shout-out to John, by the way. I know he's sponsoring the uh, In the Kitchen part. He was super gracious to us at D-Bar this past week. He brought by a bunch of his gluten-free goodies and some hoagie rolls and flour mixes and all kinds of great stuff. So yeah, if that's, if you have that need, that guy's on top of it. John is, uh, super great. I met him thanks to you guys and the viewing party at Carrie's at Bordeaux. Yeah, he gave us the hookups. I just want to say a big thanks, Dan. Hey, what's going on everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from Four by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
1: Hi
5: everybody, it's Chef Carrie from Bardo in Denver. (laughs) I'm also on season 15 of Top Chef Colorado. (laughs) And you're listening to The Modern Eater on
3: iHeartRadio. Yes, you are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Live in the iHeart Studios tonight, Greg back Jay Parker, Brian Freeman. Um, Ofu's putting together some delicious food there in Zeppelin Station. We'll talk to them in the next hour. Uh, the reason for the season right now, you guys, uh, first of all, let's welcome her to the Modern Eater Show. Welcome uh, Carly Smith, the fairy gut mother.
7: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, you
3: bet. Yeah. Um, you guys, Jay, Brian, th- this conversation with Carly that we're about, it, 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 I think this is so relatable to each and every single one of us, and it's probably more relatable even if you don't know that it is. If you don't identify with this, you need to listen up because um, you should identify with gut health. Um, it's it's majorly important. Um, everything, I believe, begins and ends with your gut and the gut health, um, flora, um Good bacteria bad bacteria. A lot of information, though. Enzymes. About, yeah, a lot of yeah. uh, misinformation, mm-hmm. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, swirls around of uh, you know guys like us that want to know more, know just a little bit. But um, we have the opportunity tonight, Carly, <laughs> yeah. to be able to talk to you. So that's good. Yeah. First of all, um, just like Alice in Wonderland, let's start at the beginning. Um, gut health, very gut mother. How did you go down this road
7: so I uh, actually was diagnosed with Lyme disease and I went the whole antibiotics route and eventually felt like I was taking antibiotics from my antibiotics and that they were doing more harm on my body than good. So I went off all my medication and just started doing my own research. And that's when I came across something called the GAPS diet. So it stands for Gut and Psychology Syndrome. And the idea is really all about healing the gut. And if you can heal the gut, you can boost your immune system and help fight off whatever it is you have going on. So I went on the GAPS diet and I just became so empowered with the progress in my healing just based on, you know, after a couple weeks even on the GAPS diet that it really shifted my perspective of, you know, how we live our life and in using food as medicine that I decided to go back to school, become a nutritional therapist and spread this information and help other people.
3: So you don't just talk the talk. You're walking <laughs> the walk, right? Exactly. I mean, you're yeah. living this. Um, there's leaky gut, there's right. imbalanced guts, there's, um, you know, uh, an overload of good bacteria, you know, and believe it or not, bad bacteria, there's a place for it in your mm-hmm. gut. You want to have that um, uh, that percentage of it. But you, you touched on uh, your immune system, and the last thing any of us want to do is weaken our immune system because our gut's working so hard to uh, telephone.
6: <laughs> it's no. not. It's
2: not John Irvin's.
8: He probably it's called not himself. Tell me that was not John Irvin. He called himself.
3: <laughs> that was John Irvin. Well, wait, wait. Hey, Greg
2: Brian Freeman here. Let me let me chime in real quick because sure. I'd like to ask Carly one. Yeah. I I think something that's important is what is the gut? What what is it, is that my stomach? Is that my intestines? What, what's the gut? What is it?
7: Yeah. So when you think about gut health, it's really a two part process. So it's healing your gut lining and then you know, repopulating it with that beneficial bacteria and having that balance of the good and the bad bacteria as well as the fungi in the gut. Um, but it's really the entire body. And I tell people gut health is more than that, even that it's a lifestyle. Um, so it's stress. It's, you know, how you, how you live your life. It's the food that you put in your body. It's digestion. Um, it's activity. So it's really that all-encompassing, um, you know, view of, of optimal health.
3: Nice. So let's get practical about it. Some of you who may be listening and you're listening to the voice of Carly Smith, uh, Fairy Gut Mother, fairygutmother.com. First of all, home run with the name <laughs> and you. the branding. And <laughs> I mean, it, it just sticks. Yeah, you know, there's there's is. certain brands that I hear 15, 20, a thousand times and I'll, Fairy Gut Mother, It's right there with you. Um, so great job on that and check out FairyGutMother.com. but let's get practical. First of all, how can you diagnose a gut that's off balance?
7: That's a really good question. Um, a lot of different ways. So it could be an overgrowth of bad bacteria, some sort of dysbiosis. Uh, it can be leaky gut. Like you mentioned earlier, that's when the uh, gut lining becomes permeable, allows toxins to seep into the system. Um, a lot of times you'll start to, I mean, obviously the most Notable uh, or obvious red flag is any type of digestion-related issue. So, any if you get sick after you eat, you get um, you know discomfort, uh, bloating after you eat. That's a gut-related issue. But a lot of times there can be issues that you might not necessarily think are gut-related. Skin issues, um, acne, eczema, rosacea, those can all be related back to the gut. So, um, you know, there's a saying that says all disease relates back to the gut and that's so true because for me it's really that foundational approach and that's why I feel like it's so important to focus on gut health because everybody can benefit from gut health you know it's not just um, you know the gut health s- diseases that mean that you need to focus on gut health because so many things can be related back to it so it's really that foundational approach anything should be related back to gut health so let's
3: just recap um... Not really a a, a a precise way to figure out whether you've got a bad gut protocol, uh, that right. that that's work. But let I think it's safe to assume that we all do, right. And so you start from just the basic of resign yourself to you probably don't have good gut health.
7: Well, exactly. And I think everyone could really benefit from gut health. If you've ever taken prolonged periods of medication, antibiotics, um, you have stress in your life. Uh, Anytime diet, you know, if you've had a diet that's um, been pretty heavy on processed foods, artificial ingredients, those all wreak havoc on the gut. So uh, really the, you know, the entire american population american population can benefit from from gut health
2: yeah what's so sad brian freeman here and i i, I want to get get jay into this conversation but what's so sad is, is you see that little purple pill right on all the tv commercials prilosec mm-hmm. which is like i mean to me that's 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 almost like Satan. it's a masking uh, yeah i mean that's your western exactly. medicine
3: for, for sure. you right there it's just to mask what your what your true problems are uh what i want to do is um set this up for the next segment carly smith fairy gut mother in studio with us here uh, to talk about how and i'm a firm believer of breaking everything down to its most basic form and then adding from there because then you're going to be more in tune with your body
4: absolutely how
3: it feels and then at that point in time when you get that healthy gut protocol i want to talk about ways that people can do that in the next segment if you don't mind
7: absolutely yeah i think that would
3: be good um, this is good for every single one of us. And, you know, I always say it's unfortunate and, and I'm just like everybody else that here it is springtime and you're starting to want to feel again. And, and that's really how I can say it is you you've put yourself on the shelf for many, many months, you know, probably since and here we are as Coloradans that we do that. Um, but now it's time to kind of push that reset button and figure out how you can do that. And so uh, let's face it. You could be putting all the best foods in the world into your body, and if your gut's not healthy, it's not going to. Pro- you know, with, with that leaky gut, in there, you want it to run through your blood the correct way. And through it's six thirty on six thirty KHOW.
4: Well, I, I, Greg J here. I was going to say on that note, if when you think you're eating healthy, if you have a problem with your gut, you can eat a lot of foods that are perceived as healthy, and, and you're not and, getting and, the nutrients, and so. they're and they're not like for yep. example chickpeas. Okay, if you have a problem with your gut, you shouldn't be eating chickpeas. You know, but who thinks that?
3: I have no idea what you're saying.
4: Chickpeas. Hummus, baby. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs)
3: Okay. All right, we'll be back. Uh, Carly Smith, Fairy Gut Mother. This is a great conversation. If you uh, are interested in this type of stuff, uh, check out her website, fairygutmother.com. And um, she also does some blogging as well and offers a couple of programs for you, too, to get involved with. So we'll talk about all that and more. Justin Brunson from Old Major, he's going to be on at 645. We visited his new um, room. Kind of a meat theme in, in, in that sense, too, because Oh Food's in the house. And their are new kids on the block. They're at Zeppelin Station. And Joshua Bettini and Jared Leonard are going to talk about that place and um, serve us some delicious brisket as Ooh. well. Okay, We'll do all this and more coming up right here, The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
0: Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern
9: Eater. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Belgium is a country the size of Maryland, and it's home to more than 600 beers. Belgians take their beers seriously, and Belgian beers are some of the most interesting beers in the world. If you'd like to sample fresh and authentic Belgian-style beers right here in Denver, the place to go is Brews Beers at 67th and Pecos. Brews does only Belgian-style and Belgian-inspired beers, and we do them like nobody else. Doubles, triples, quadruples, saisons, ambers, vit beers, sours, and specialty ales. There's always a great selection at Brews Beers. Sample a flight, take home a crowler or two, and bring your dog. They're always welcome at Brews. Take a beer tour of Belgium without leaving Denver. Bruise Beers, spelled B-R-U-Z, at 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. Check us out at Bruisebeers.com.
10: It's my distinct pleasure to introduce you to The Bindery, Eatery, Market and Bakery. Hi, I'm Chef Linda Hampston Fox, owner of The Bindery. My life's journey has taken me through Switzerland, France, Italy and Mexico and has allowed me to create a menu at The Bindery that I think you'll find truly unique. The Bindery combines a market and bakery with an elevated fine dining experience under the same roof. We are proud at the Bindery to provide artisanal foods made by hand in small batches. Join us in the morning for an award-winning dragonfly coffee, a convenient market lunch, a crafted libation during happy hour, or an intimate dinner in the eatery. And don't forget about our amazing weekend brunch. Conveniently located in the Highland neighborhood at 1817 Central Street. Just exit I-25 on 20th and park in one of our 55 covered free parking spaces. For our menus and all things The Bindery, look us up online at thebinderydenver.com. And remember, food is one of life's great pleasures. And I look forward to you being my next guest. All
3: right, back to the show and Carly Smith, very gut mother in just a moment. But right now, Jeff Rock and A-Plus Beverage Solutions None better. He's a He builds out tap lines, and he builds out faucets all over. I mean, listen, there's a chance um, that it, you're at, um, say, Tap 14 downtown, a brand-new place, 70. How many tap lines do they 70. have? Seventy. Seventy. Mm-hmm. Seventy tap lines pouring delicious Colorado craft beer. Uh, no joke, and none better. You need to get an A-plus on your report card. Um, because, it. let's face it, if your restaurant's a little older, you know, you, you're you having problems You temperature-wise. Foam. And you, you're pushing beer that has foam in it, you guys. Uh, foam costs money. If you're pouring inefficient beer, guys, what are you doing?
4: You're pouring your money down the drain.
3: Please don't pour your money down the drain. Just get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. He's the man on the job. He's a family man. He's hyper-local, 20 years in the business, installing tap lines and doing maintenance as well. Uh, it's simple, 720-272-3809. Just give him a call, Jeff Rourke, 720-272-3809. Justin Brunson, Old Major, you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. That's the voice of the band you'll hear in the next segment, In the Kitchen. And generally, uh, In the Kitchen is where uh, we jump a chef in the kitchen. But Justin, he's been working really hard, and he um, likes to go fishing. Today he took a break. He went up and we went fishing. So
4: he's going to be driving back, fellas, um, from but, the hills. Yeah, but he's taking the time, you know, talk to some friends about uh, some fun stuff over at Old Major.
2: Yeah, we'll share that great conversation we all had with him the other night at his place. He's got a lot of news yeah. going on over there.
4: And we'll check back in
3: with um, Emily Fletcher and Charlie Gottenkin, the head brewer of Brews Beer and also uh, a writer on themoderneater.com. Check out themoderneater.com. I think you'll like it. It's your one-stop shop. Um, for really anything hyper-local. If you love hyper-local food and drink, um, you're going to love themoderneater.com. Lots of great writing, um, three years' worth of uh, shows in podcast form for your consumption, and um, just really cool. Where we left off, talking to Emma... uh, Turn the card. Talking to yeah. Carly Smith. <laughs> and uh, fairygutmother.com is where you can check out. Um, she does writing. She offers programs. And we broke off with her in the last segment as she rejoins us. Thanks, Carly. Yeah, thank you. Um, basically talking about, okay, let's just all assume everybody's got a gut that's not working properly Um and then building it back up. But let's just start with you. Instead of us throwing around what we think we know, let's go to the expert and talk about how do you start from the beginning and how do you know when you're at the end?
7: Sure, Uh, so a lot of times most gut healing protocols are all about an elimination and then reintroduction. So it's taking out A lot of foods starting basic and then reintroducing them as your gut slowly begins to heal. And some of the most important things to incorporate into the diet to help heal the gut lining are bone broths, um, which it's nothing new. It's been around for a really long time. It's just now it's becoming a lot more popular as people are starting to know more about gut health. Um, So I always recommend people starting with a meat stock, which is just – Or pretty much you can do a roast in your slow cooker with water, uh, cook it on for eight hours, then drink that, and then transition towards a bone broth. Um, Because if you have a really compromised gut, oftentimes the high levels of glutamic acid that's in the bone broth can have adverse reactions.
3: So you probably just lost 90% of the people say, I can't do that. I, is that all I can eat? Is this
7: so? That's just one of the ways to start. You know, is just by incorporating those broths, uh, nourishing cooked foods, cooked meats and vegetables. Um, animal fats are also really helpful in helping to rebuild the gut lining. And then you slowly start reintroducing foods, dairy, um, grains, but in their properly prepared form, meaning homemade dairy and sprouted grains, um, as that's a lot easier for your body to digest.
3: So. Me personally, um, from some of the stuff that I know, but easily digestible foods, kind of give your gut and your digestive system a break Absolutely. is really where you want to begin with that. And then um, how about an introduction to a probiotic? Uh, Absolutely. B- your, your gut health, bacteria. Can you talk about your gut bacteria?
7: Sure. So it's really uh, most people when they think about probiotics, they just, you know, we've been thinking beneficial bacteria, beneficial bacteria, beneficial bacteria. But it's actually a combination of the good bacteria and the bad bacteria as well as fungi. So you want to make sure that you have a nice balance of all of those in the gut. So you want to look for a probiotic that actually has the beneficial bacteria uh, as well as the fungi in there as well um, because it's, it's it's sort of that uh, entire ecosystem that you really want to support um, and and now it's just you know most people have just been looking at probiotics but the bacteria but it's That bacteria and fungi, that's what you really want to look for. Carly,
2: yeah, is there one that you suggest, Carly?
7: I do. I love the um, probiotic by a company called Biome, and it's actually a product started by a National Institute of Health-funded researcher, and he was the one that discovered that the balance of bacteria in the gut is bacteria and fungi, as well as it includes a, uh, a... an enzyme that helps break down what can build up as digestive plaque. So if you have an overgrowth of bad bacteria and fungi, they blend together and create what's called a digestive plaque and uh, to protect themselves. So you really need to get in there and break down that plaque in order for the good bacteria and, and the fungi to flourish. Um, and that's one of the only supplements, to my knowledge, that is doing that. And so it was kind of founded upon his research.
2: And where do you find that? You got to go direct? or
7: Online, yeah. You can uh, get it on their website. It's uh, Biome Health, I believe is the website. And that's
2: B-I-O-M-E?
7: B-I-O-H-M.
2: B-I-O-H-M. I -I Mm. I
7: I think if you use code CARLY, you get 20% off. Oh, nice. Why not? (laughs) Yeah. I love
3: it. Uh, So uh, flora, Mm -hmm. right? So that's kind of like when you've reached the mountain of the balance of good versus bad bacteria, right? And these good and bad bacteria, it's kinda like keeping your antibodies on notice.
7: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's something that's always changing. And that's a crazy thing about gut health is that it's it's Every day is different, Um, but it's really trying to find that consistency uh, over periods of time. But, you know, you travel, your gut bacteria is going to change. Again, you go through a stressful period of time, your gut bacteria is going to change. So it's all about, you know, making sure that you kind of have that uh, steady balance um, within your gut at all times.
3: Yeah. So, you know, when you eliminate the leaky gut, you're starting to absorb nutrients the way that they should be. And you're disposing of waste the way you should be And this balance between good bacteria and you start to build your, um, a very sound flora within your body. I'll I'll tell you what, um, you're feeling better. Um, you, you know, your skin's probably going to clear up. You're not going to have your common colds all the time. You're, you're going to really notice the difference between having bad gut health versus good gut health. Um, how, how do you incorporate this into your everyday life?
7: So I think it's, um, again, I look at gut health as being a lifestyle. So it's making sure that you're eating foods that are going to help support the gut. Um, so that's it's honestly a shorter answer to say the foods that you should avoid, which are you know your hydrogenated oils, your high fructose corn syrup, um, all of that, the kind of processed, processed foods, and really foods, just yeah. stick to real yeah. wholesome ingredients. Yeah.
3: I'll tell you what, you look... Look at your labels, people. Really, uh, if there's stu- and they say it, if you can't pronounce it, you probably shouldn't be eating it. There's something to that. There are a lot of um, purveyors right. with products that have um, the you know what what's in your peanut butter. Well, it's just uh, organic peanuts. Imagine that. You right. Know? So you know, look for those low pro- non processed foods. Look for those things on the shelf because they're available to you and um, just to get you where you want to go. We were talking about juicing last week, and I don't necessarily want to juice to juice, but I want the raw food right, diet right, right now. Absolutely. And um, that raw food it just, it, but again, you can put all those delicious nutrients and ingredients into you, but if you're not absorbing and, and processing them in the right way, it just all goes by the wayside, right? Yes,
7: that's so true. Yeah. And I like to think of the quote um, if it was, if it came from a plant, eat it. If it was made in a plant, don't. So that's a, and a quick rule of thumb about talking about ingredients and looking at what's in the label. So, you know, just to kind of know that, you know, just sticking to real food. And that's really what we should be getting back to at the end of the day.
3: Yeah, your gift. This is great that you and you, you know what you guys. So, Brian, and, and not to get too personal, but we talk about our stuff on the show. You've been having some real painful gut issues. And I don't know related to. Good health gut, bad health gut, or just as genetic or what it is, but you've got some issues going on with yourself as well.
2: Yeah, so I, I might as well share. Carly has shared a lot of her story. It's uh, pretty impressive that she's come out so much with uh, what she said. So I'll, I'll tell you, um, three weeks ago I had to go to the hospital. I um, was, uh, during the day I was at home having some pain in my gut, didn't know what it was, had no problems prior to that. I, I eat, you know, I eat a salad, every day if not two salads a day um I I think I take good care of myself I take a probiotic every day um I but I it might be the water is what what we're finding that what's wrong hereditary with you, Brian? I've got uh, diverticulitis
3: mm-hmm.
2: found out that um and uh and I actually you know and it's basically like a major infection in mm-hmm. your gut is uh what the doctor said and and it was funny because she walks back in the room after I did a cat scan and mm-hmm. she says you're gonna have to stop eating fast food and mm-hmm. i said yeah 20 years ago i stopped yeah. that um and so it, it's really interesting because it can happen to anyone yeah and uh, so loading him good
3: loading them full of antibiotics as you can tell and there's a time and a place for antibiotics right. but it really will wreak havoc uh, on your gut yeah. as yeah. you as you well know but yeah. what i want to do is um have you, if, maybe an experiment with the show and us sure. and, and if anything we can do to help brian out and i'd love to be where i want to be right. and, and i think other people as well can identify with this um so well if you don't mind we'll follow the show with some experiments yes, to see absolutely. how that works yeah, out that'd be awesome. um So spend about a minute to talk about fairygutmother.com and some things that you can offer people and get a hold. How can people get a hold of you the whole nine yards?
7: Sure. So uh, there's a contact form on my website that people can um, contact me through that. I offer, um, you know, a lot of wellness retreats and workshops um, that are centered. Well, the retreats especially are centered around uh, gut health and just, you know, overall wellness, people looking to improve their health. I do a lot of cooking demonstrations um, and, you know, lead nutrition talks. Um, do uh, I work with people one-on-one. Um, and then, again, you know, just the, the articles and the blog posts. I just launched my YouTube channel, which is going to have, you know, cooking demonstrations. I have a couple videos up there about how to make bone broth, how to source bones, you know, how to, how to even start getting into that. Um, so, um, yeah, so those are... Little, it's a fairy godmother. <laughs> well, and she she
2: gives yeah. her whole story. I mean, she's being yeah. so modest, you know. Take and the reality is, is I was I was given our friend Kyle Moyer here, who's in studio, a hard time because they supposedly knew each other. And she looks probably ten years younger than Kyle over there. Wow, um,
3: he's not even but, on a microphone to defend himself right now. But uh, no, Kyle, I mean she's an incredibly
2: great. healthy looking yeah. woman. And how are you
7: feeling? Just, really you know. good. You're feeling good. Yeah, I yeah, mean as, as long as I manage my stress levels and keep my diet, you know, good. I, I don't ever have any Lyme symptoms. So, um, but again, it goes back to that whole lifestyle component mm-hmm. of it and self care, and that's a really big thing and that I've had to learn you know for myself and but as long as I do all of that I feel really really great.
3: We so. can't wait to follow your journey and Thank and you. help to see you help everybody else out. Um this is really worthwhile. Get off your butt and fix your gut is what <laughs> I have to say. You you can put that on your next t-shirt. Sure, yes. If you want. <laughs> That's <a> good one. <laughs> At 10%, good 10%. 10% for <laughs> yeah. me. All right. Thank you so much, thank Carly. Thank you. Thank I you appreciate so much for having it. me. Carly Smith, Fairy Gut Mother, fairygutmother.com. Take a break. Come back. Justin Brunson by phone right here on The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
0: Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater.
11: Hey Colorado, this is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic
2: and a host on the Modern Eater talk show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years, and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com.
3: Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's Gluten-Free Things.
2: Whose cuisine reigns supreme?
0: You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. The ultimate gourmet challenge. And it's time for In the Kitchen. Brought to you by Gluten-Free Things, a dedicated gluten-free and vegan bakery in Arvada.
3: Yes, it is. It's In the Kitchen. Love this segment. We get to catch up with chefs in their kitchen. Uh, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman in the High Heart Studios, Emily Fletcher, and Charlie Gottenkine are checking in. Uh, by phone periodically from Collaboration Fest. Um, not in his kitchen, but he's always there. I think he's on the road right now. Let's go to the VIP line. And uh, Chef Justin Brunson, do we have you, sir?
1: Yo, what's up, Greg? How are you doing? <laughs>
3: what's going on with you?
1: Oh, uh, man, just on my way back down the hill from doing some fly fishing.
2: So I did you catch anything?
1: It was a good day. It was a, a, secret. a,
2: secret. a secret spot there, Justin. This is Brian Freeman.
1: I I could tell you guys but I'd
2: have
3: to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a real fisherman. I never give up the secret uh fishing hole, that's for sure. Hey man, we had a chance to catch up with you. First of all, you're looking great, Justin. Man, uh things have changed in your life lifestyle-wise. Uh what you, you you lost 60 pounds? Is that what you said?
1: Yeah, man, just trying to uh Try to make this thing last
3: a little longer. I guess. <laughs> Don't run the wheels off of it, huh? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. Me and Jay were talking the other day about weight. You know, I think how much does a um, gallon of water weigh? Eight uh, pounds. Eight pounds. Eight pounds? Mm-hmm. Think about carrying sixty more of those in your hands on a daily basis, right?
1: Yeah, I know. That's like losing a small human
3: being yeah it's 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 mind-blowing so that that's really cool justin you're you you look great you're feeling great you're running at full steam right now and the reason why you brought us in was a new room that you opened up and i fell in love with it the second that i walked into it. it kind of reminded me like of an aspen log cabin and that was just my own Thoughts at First Blush with a loft upstairs and and a big uh, area to gather with downstairs. But then there it is, a garage door. It's right attached to Old Major, right?
1: Yeah, the Foxwood Room is our new private dining room. Uh, We've uh, had it open now for about three weeks. We've thrown a few parties. It's a really great uh, private dining room for, you know, 50 to 65 people. Uh, People have really been enjoying their uh, times back there for sure.
3: That's cool. So it's open to the public to kind of get a hold of you or, or, or one of your uh, folks at Old Major and say, I'd like to have a, an event there or, or what, you know, what can it be used for?
1: Uh, so we've used it for, uh, you know, some late holiday parties, graduation parties, bridal showers, uh, just, you know, family gatherings, uh, surprise parties. Uh, we've also had, uh, uh, a medical device company uses it during the day for a luncheonette because we got an AV system out there. It it's, it's a really great private room.
3: What can you eat in there? I understand that um, you, you take care of the folks that uh, rent that yeah. room.
1: Yes, we do like to feed people. Uh, so we, I mean, we, we could do a custom catering. We could do the regular old major menu. We could do the old major lunch menu with the fried chicken sandwiches. We could do brunch. Or we could do a full-out custom. Uh, you know, we can go, we can go from barbecue to truffles and caviar if you want it.
2: Hey, uh, Justin Bryan here. Speaking about uh, barbecue, I heard you got a new hobby. What's what's what was I hear?
1: <laughs> I do have some smokers on the way here. I am definitely going to uh, start playing with the, uh, some slow smoked meats for sure.
3: So, um, you hang out, you hung out with this guy a, a couple of weeks ago, I believe and uh, he's in the studio now. In the next hour, we're going to catch up with Ofu. They're kind of new kids on block in in the Zeppelin station, but Jared Leonard's here, and uh, say hi to Jared.
1: Yo, what's up, Jared? How you doing, buddy?
12: Hey, good to hear your voice. How was your day of fishing? Good good day out of the kitchen,
1: huh? It was great. It was great, man. It was really nice hanging out with you guys uh, a few weeks ago
3: as well. Very nice to meet you fellas.
12: That's, yeah, go ahead. We just got our new smoker, our offset pit I was telling you about, so I'll have to bring you by and check it out, and uh, we can talk barbecue. Yeah, that
3: sounds awesome. I'll tell you what, and, and it's so cool because you guys all get together, and you talk you know, barbecue, and everybody has a passion together, but I just love what a tight-knit group. You all know each other, and you go see different events throughout the country and get together and gatherings. It's just kind of all in the family type of thing. Justin, I don't know whether you saw it or not. I know um, you you kind of been maxing and relaxing today, but um, Emily Fletcher, our um, new writer who was down there with us, I think she wrote a really nice piece on you that's published on themoderneater.com just today.
1: Oh, I haven't seen it yet today. I've been uh, driving or fishing. I'll check it out when I get home here a little bit.
2: Hey, uh, Justin, before we go, let me ask you one quick thing. Uh, give your your chef's table, Colorado, a plug. You've got that coming up April 7th.
1: Yeah, so Chef's Table Colorado, really looking forward to uh, doing that event. Uh, really excited to cook with some uh, some of our great local chefs and uh, have a great time that night.
2: And uh, Justin, who does that benefit?
1: Uh, the Chef's Table. I, right now, I shouldn't tell you the truth. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, well,
2: it's the uh, Denver Urban Scholars, right? It's part of that for the kids?
1: Yeah, thank you so much for reminding me that.
2: No, not to put you on the spot. You've had a great day of fishing. Your head should be in the clouds, and you're probably up at about 10,000 feet.
3: I think he cut out oh, or
4: man. or he's at 10,000 feet. And no, gone. that's just when you ghost out. Yeah,
3: that yeah, yeah that's right.
2: <laughs>
4: that's like when it's thanks fine. for the Mike question. Drop. <laughs> Maybe he's calling back. I don't know. I don't know. Justin Brunson. Just a great those guy, oysters. He was he was shucking the other right. night at Foxwood. Yeah.
3: Delicious. Yeah. So serious meats. It's a new food network. Uh, they did a pilot back in October. I want to say this food network picked it up. Uh, I think he just flew to, I want to say Nashville. I don't want to mess it up, but he was just somewhere. Filming I think Nashville well, Yeah, right? we can get uh, Jared.
2: That. Jared knows about First that. Our, our, our guy, Jared Leonard, right next to us. He knows. He was there.
3: Yeah, Gerald. Gerald. Uh, Jared Leonard. He's going to come up with Joshua Bettini in the um, next hour. I think we got to take a break for the top of the hour there. What, what 15 seconds? That's how you... You work that, and someone's on hold. though. We'll uh, check in from Collaboration Fest as well. Next hour, it's about Ofu, and then Kyle Moyer is going to join us for Booze in the News. Okay, here we go The Modern Eater Show, hour number two. Don't know what happened to the open there, but uh, I'm sure that was my fault. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, in studio. Busy show tonight. Learned a lot. Uh, we didn't learn enough. Yeah, We
2: learned a lot, but we didn't learn enough. Yeah, Carly could be here for like two hours and we could just talk to her. It'd be great.
3: Talking about Carly Smith, she was um, talking about gut health. FairyGutMother.com is where you can get more information. But now that we have TheModerneater.com, we don't have to direct you on Mondays to Facebook. The podcast uh, version of this live airing will be up on TheModerneater.com. Just click under Shows. Uh, Very excited for TheModerneater.com. We've got great collaborative writers. Uh, industry writers that will d- just dig right in to the things that you want to know about. We're hyper local food and drink talk. And now we bring it into the writing um,
4: element. But they're speaking, obviously, the pictures of everywhere we go, the videos of the our, our Giveaway giveaways closet. that we do. And speaking of video uh, Giveaway. giveaways. Yeah, right here
3: with us. Uh, so Craft Beer Week, it kicks off, I believe, tomorrow, right? Easter Correct. Sunday. And goes all week long. And it's really just a celebration. It, craft Beer Week, I think, is every single week. But, um, uh, but
2: this week, the craft beer has risen.
3: The craft beer has risen. And we put out, just like we did, our um, Facebook promotion for giving away seven days in a row of Restaurant Week at seven nights nights in a row, 7 p.m., seven different restaurants. Big, big giveaway. Emily Fletcher, um, she was the winner of that. We fell in love with her. Mm, Now she's joined the team. That's how how that whole story happened. And then we said, listen, let's do the same thing for craft beer. We work with some great craft breweries here in Colorado. So seven breweries, seven nights in a row, seven different breweries at 7 p.m. The winner and a guest gets a flight of beer, for themselves and their guests, the brewer comes out to talk to them about that flight of beer. They get a couple of crowlers to take home. I mean, that's fourteen crowlers there, and then a uh, item of swag of the brewer's choice of what couple they'd a couple of like swag items.
4: And I'm actually dialing in some brewery tours yeah. uh, to go with it. That's really cool. The smell of the uh, unbelievable
3: the brisket yeah, in here from OFU. Uh... We'll check in with OFU, and <laughs> the uh, OFU is a new um, a new eating destination spot in zeppelin station and and can't wait to talk to joshua and jared in the next segment and uh, we got a congratulator on the air. Her name's Kaylee. Um, first of all, exciting to have you here. You won. Yeah. You won. Wow. Yes. It, so it, excited. Are you excited about yeah, that? I'm so excited. So uh, basically, drinks on us for a week. I know. Uh, so be responsible. You're representing the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. You the,
2: can Uber anytime.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah I just, Love Uber. <laughs> I'm,
3: it's all about having fun. And obviously, you're a, a fan of Colorado um, breweries. Yes. And definitely. craft beer is... Is delicious. You know the lineup. Uh, what Jay? Where's she going? Oh man!
4: Brews beers. Woods Boss Brewing. Alpine Dog. Holliday. Intrepid Intrepid Sojourner. Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. And I'm drawing a blank. Cat Scratch fever?
3: So, you, so it's it's okay, Jay. Don't don't get ready for the show. Uh, <laughs> I had it. Uh, I, I, you'll have it. It'll come have back a to you weeks there. worth. We just wanted to congratulate you on Thank the air. You. you showed up here tonight. That's great. Um, but you will have homework. Okay. Okay. Your homework is when you're at the craft brewery, uh, take some pictures.
7: Oh yeah. Give definitely. the breweries
3: a one up. Um, yeah. Just uh, you know, take take pictures of the beer. T- give a little of what you loved about it. Or what you didn't like about it. I mean, just be, be honest. Yeah, but yeah. Be real. Better. And then um, what we want to do is have you join us maybe by phone next week. Or if you could swing back by, um, come, talk to us about how your week
2: went.
7: Yeah, definitely. What do I'm you think? sure I'll have an awesome time. I'm and really excited. Do you
2: have a bunch of new friends, by the way? Did people find out? Did, did your neighbors? Did I know. All your friends? <laughs>
7: Everybody uh, was messaging me. They were like, so who, who's going with you? I was like, I guess you are. (laughs) Yeah, you got to figure out which
3: night. So we're so happy for you and congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, I think you're going to have a blast. And um, do this you also own a
7: spa. Yes. Just give a plug. Um, So my spa is called Skin Love Aesthetics. It's in Westminster on 124th and Huron. And we do facials, waxing, chemical peels, lash and brow enhancements, a wide variety of skincare. It's um, skinlovecolorado.com. It's really exciting. I That's love it. That's cool. Yeah. Thank you.
3: All right. Have Thanks. fun this week, would you? Yeah, Congratulations. Definitely. Thank you so much, guys. We'll be looking at your journey on Facebook.
7: Yes. So definitely.
3: we'll share all your stuff. Thank you so much. There she is, Kaylee, the winner of our craft beer giveaway. You guys, you ready to go to the Hyatt downtown? Let's just um, skip there by phone and lock these guys in right now. I wonder if it's, I think Collaboration Fest has ended and on the phone right now doing a recap for us. I think we have them both. Uh, Mr. Charlie Gottenkinney, head brewer at um, Brews Beers and owner as well. Charlie, do we have you? You do, I'm uh, right here. Nice, and then Emily Fletcher. How are you, Emily? Doing well. There you go. You guys sound crystal clear. Uh, are you standing next to each other?
8: <laughs> no, <laughs> no we're actually, not anywhere near each other. <laughs> You're on the other
3: side <laughs> as we jump all across uh, in, in Collaboration Fest. All right, let's start with Emily. Emily, Collaboration Fest. How was it?
5: It was excellent. It was excellent. Um, I think that this was their best year yet.
3: You teased us with a beer that you named earlier. Give us an update. Yes.
5: Okay. So the update on the beer, um, it's by Liquid Mechanics and Vital Roots and, uh, I, and excuse me, Wiley Roots. And, um, again, it was a, a, a Pim's Cup beer. And I have a really cool story about the inspiration for it. It actually has to do with a, a friend of a brewer from Wiley Roots, um, The friend buying an old um, theater so an interesting story and i'm going to have that
3: on the blog oh you're going to write about that yep that's awesome charlie got you on the phone here you spent the day at collaboration fest on the brewer's side right
8: charlie yes i'm sorry no you're fine i I drifted off for a second there
3: no you're fine (laughs) so you spent the day on the brewer's side collaboration fest for uh... those that don't know it charlie um, what's the meaning of Collaboration Fest? I think it says it all in the name, but um, go for it.
8: Yeah, so it's where you uh, brew with another brewery. And uh, we brewed uh, this year with uh, Briar Common Brewery and, and Brewpub, and, uh, and Brews Beers. And we made a, um, a uh, dark um, uh, quadruple that was kettle-soured and then uh, fermented with sweet cherries. So it was a pretty amazing beer, about 10% alcohol, although you could taste it uh, from that. And uh, uh, it was pretty popular here today.
3: That's cool. Emily, you tried it, didn't you? I did,
5: yep. <laughs> what would you think? It was excellent.
3: Was it excellent? It was
5: really good. Yeah, I love the cherries.
3: <laughs> I saw your Facebook Live post, and uh, the minute that Charlie popped in that the cherries were
8: in there as well, your eyes lit up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, they, they definitely made the beer. Yeah. So, I'm hitting, sitting here with uh, Jordan Fink from uh, uh, Woods Boss Brewery. We know Jordan. He, yeah, I know you do. And uh, he made uh, an amazing Belgian style double. So, I'd like to get him to tell you about it.
3: Yeah, you bet. Let's hear from Jordan. Okay. Jordan? Jordan Fink. Hello? Jordan Fink. We're at Woods Boss Brewing Company. Uh, First of all, welcome back to the show, man. We love your brewery. Yeah, hey, how are you? You're live on iHeartRadio right now. We've got you on the air. There's Collaboration Fest. Um, What'd you brew tonight? So
1: we did a Belgian Salad Double, pretty traditional with uh, Gold Spot Brewing Company. Um, You might know them. They're a right on the corner of Regis University. They're a fantastic brewery. Callissa,
8: who's the head
1: brewer over there, uh, also works at our tap room one day a week and is a fantastic friend. And We love doubles and we brewed a really unique one. It's a little bit higher alcohol for a double. It's uh, 10.1%. We aged on uh, Dominican Cocoa Nips for about a month and a half, which really helped round the whole thing out. It's um, malty, a little bit sweet, and yet dry at the same time. It's a uh, really unique and fantastic beer. I'm actually drinking in at the moment.
3: Yes, you are. I, I would imagine you would be. Uh, and you got to sample some other uh, collaboration beers? I did. There's some amazing beers here tonight. It's so much fun. And kick, loved it. Kicking off uh, craft beer week, I'm sure you've got a lot of things going on at Woods Boss. First of all, give out you the do. address to Woods Boss, and then give us a highlight of what you got going on this week.
1: So uh, we're down at 22nd, in California. Uh, if folks haven't heard about us yet, we're about seven months old. Uh, seven and a half months? I don't know. I stopped keeping track. Yeah.
3: Settled in uh, nicely, after... though. Yeah,
1: Totally. Um, so yeah, no, we got a bunch of fun stuff co- coming up. We have the, um, craft beer week, uh, beer glass thing coming up on Wednesday. Uh, I believe we're hosting, uh, you guys on Wednesday as well with the winner of your, uh, craft beer week, um, giveaway.
3: Yes. And Kaylee was, at, she's in studio right now. She's so looking forward to this man and she just seems like such oh. a sweet lady. She's gonna come in and have a great time, and I know you'll uh, give give her the the uh, red carpet treatment. Oh yeah, she's getting full tour. It's gonna to be great. Um, You're in. Yeah, for it. no, that's, absolutely.
1: Cool. Yeah, man. no. I mean, uh, every week at Woods Boss is a unique week. We we have new beers coming on all the time. We have our pilot series, which we call our saplings, um, which is a play on our whole woods theme. Um, coming on all the time. We have a couple of our collaborations going on all the time. And, and uh, yeah no, it's-
3: yeah, it's cool, Jordan, because for those of you that don't know and and you said about seven months, but uh, really, your place is a sprawling, beautiful tap room. Um, with the <laughs> capabilities of opening up the front of that thing when the weather's nice. So you got teased with it a yep. little bit come fall, but now you're going to go into a stretch of time to where opening up that outdoors with the indoors, it's all going to come together. Do yourself a favor and go check out Woods Boss Brewing.
1: Oh, thanks so much. That's, yeah, we're, we're having
3: fun. All right, man. Uh, be safe. Uh, have some fun. Yes. Have, continue to have some fun. Hand the phone back to Charlie, and we'll catch up soon. Absolutely, thanks so much. Thank you. Hey Emily, yeah. Hey, did you try any of that Woods Boss collab?
5: I didn't get a chance, I, to, and obviously, I needed to be there. Yeah.
3: Yeah, there's it's so wrong, many there's wrong time again. Were you able to imbibe quite a bit?
5: I was. Yes, I was still pretty responsible, and maybe I should have gotten after it, considering that I'm lifting home.
8: <laughs> right, Emily. <laughs> it was pretty good.
3: Yeah. So you guys, we talked about the ModernEater.com a little bit in length. Today, but we talked about Charlie and how you're writing a beer blog and Emily, how you're kind of heading up a lot of stuff here. Um, It's so cool to have both of you involved. Emily just released today a really cool article with Justin Brunson, who was on the show. We told Justin you did a he can't wait to get home uh, from his fishing trip and read that article tonight. (laughs) But um, it's titled Major Happenings with Old Major Executive Chef Justin Brunson. And I'll tell you what, Emily, you write so good. And um, Charlie, you're just knocking them out of the park with your uh, articles as well. so I encourage everybody yeah, I, I want to go to Charlie Charlie what can people look forward to when reading your articles?
8: Well, uh, the last one I posted was uh, basically a discussion of uh, kind of age sour beers versus kettle sour beers and uh, so there'll be a lot of beer topics but uh, also some other stuff as well and yeah um, you know, hope to get into some beer history and styles and some of the breweries that are really doing unique things uh not just in the Denver area, but around the country. So, Oh, man.
3: Um, Charlie, yeah. there's none better uh, than Charlie and Andrew Moore from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project talking about beer in their articles. And then here's Emily, um, our kind of beat writer. She's just on top of things, and she's going to be really digging d- deep into this hyper-local food and drink scene here in Denver. What can people expect from you, Emily?
5: Yeah, absolutely. So we're definitely going to have some – weekly restaurant features and um, really getting into the kitchens and hearing from the chefs and what they have coming up. Um, and honestly, I think some of it's going to be you guys getting a peek into my life. You know, I'm out and about all the time. And so it might be me popping into a coffee shop um, or if I'm in the Springs visiting family, you know, hanging out places there. So some of it's going to be following my life, and I'm kind of hoping to get some some good stuff on the road this summer as well as we look all over Colorado.
3: I know it's so cool. And Emily Fletcher, uh, we just fell in love with you. You won the Restaurant Week giveaway. You posted Aww. so much good stuff on your Facebook. We said, "Hey, come meet with us," and we talked. <laughs> and then here we are. So, uh, real tour by day and uh, food and drink bavant by night. Uh, Is what we call her. And and again, she's out there and she's uh, working hard in the neighborhoods to not only keep people updated on food and beverage here in Colorado, but also to put a nice house, uh, put you together with some property, right?
5: That's right. Yep. In the right neighborhoods. I know how important those neighborhoods are for you guys. And that includes restaurants. Yeah.
3: You can reach out to Emily on the Modern Eater um website as well and there'll be some jump across links to see if you're interested in any uh, real estate as well because these are the type of people that you want to do business with uh thank you guys both thanks all right yeah there they go all right have fun be safe okay there they are take care bye and uh yes
5: are you still there Greg? perfect Do do we still have a couple moments for andrew here
3: Oh, Andrew Moore? Yes, please. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, Thank you.
5: Yeah, actually, we're here with Andrew Duvall.
3: Oh, Andrew Duvall. I, Resolute Brewing. I, I, yeah, Andrew.
5: Resolute Brewing. Yeah, please
3: give us Andrew real quick.
5: Ooh, like <laughs> okay, perfect. <I'm>, Jay <laughs> I'm gonna chimed in
2: on, on that, one. that one. I was good there, Jay. Good job.
5: <laughs> no, that's perfect. All right, uh-huh. I'm going to hand the hand the horn on over to this guy. Um, community Beer Man. Like, that's a title I want, although I'm a woman. But Community Beer Man. Here's Andrew Duvall.
3: Great. Andrew uh, Resolute, welcome back to the show. It's Andrew Duvall. We did a live remote from Resolute just when they were, I think, just in their infancy, just a, opened up for just a couple of months. But uh cool uh, tap room and brewery in Centennial. And, uh, Andrew, thanks for coming on the show for a minute. How
6: are you, sir? I am ecstatic to be back on the show. <laughs> uh, actually, the first first-time caller – a uh, long-time listener, uh, so happy to be here. Uh, thanks for having us, um, having me. Yeah, um, Collaboration Fest was a success. I, I I truly believe that it was the best iteration that it, it has been. Uh, yeah, I was
3: wondering uh, with it moving from uh, you know where the stock show uh, is to to it seemed like they were settled in nicely there, and then down to the Hyatt downtown. But it's good to hear that went off without a hitch.
6: Oh, absolutely. And everyone was happy and obviously in a collaborative mood. And uh, yeah, I really feel like this, uh, this beer festival is uh, geared towards the brewers and towards the, uh, the staff uh, more so than many other festivals. And uh, it just, it was, it was a home run.
3: Andrew, so talk we're, it, we're, spend a minute talking about um, Resolute and what, people can look forward to when they visit you on this um, beautiful week of craft beer week.
6: Well, talking about home runs, uh, we just signed a lease on a uh, non-disclosed location uh, just north of Golden, just south of Boulder, uh, tap room, second tap room, barrel aging and sour blending uh, area. Uh, (laughs) So you signed (laughs) a lease. That uh,
3: That means you know the location, right? I know the location, okay, man, but you can't uh, come you'll have on to mine show. it for my brain. Come on. You can't come on this <laughs> show without giving us a little breaking news.
6: What are, uh, what are mean, the cross streets? You're going to know where it's going to come from, but you guys are the first to know that we signed the lease. So oh, um, I'll give you that.
3: Thank you.
2: Well, that counts. well he did give us a uh, a little area. You know, he said West Denver, close to Golden. Mm-hmm. It's it's it, it, to Golden. He, you said close, close?
6: North of Golden, mm. south of Boulder. North I saw of Golden, no, in the kind
2: of... uh,
4: Holiday area.
6: That's a big On your way either way. Yeah. Big area right
4: here.
2: Okay, yeah. So... It's only like 10, 12 square miles, you know? Yeah, that's
3: coming up. <laughs> yeah, 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 So we'll look forward to following you with that. But Resolute, it already exists, and I'm sure you have. Give me one event that's going on this week at
4: Resolute.
6: Oh, I mean, it's Colorado Craft Beer Week. So we're, we're coming at you with a, a mac and cheese uh, and beer pairing. Yeah. Uh, I mean that's that that kicks off on Tuesday. We got Colorado uh, Keep the Pint Night um, with the Colorado Brewers Guild on Wednesday, and our actually our first ever release of a sour beer. Uh, we have our Sultan of Swing uh, Sour Ale releasing, which is a tropical sour on Wednesday, um, and that that coincides with the Keep the Pint Night Meet the Brewer on Thursday. Um, so yeah, we're, we're we're coming at you with all the Colorado Craft Beer Week events. Give the and, address. Uh, you should Resolute. be you should be in Centennial. Yes. Hashtag. What is the address? <laughs> the address is uh, seven two eight six South Yosemite Street, one mile north of IKEA.
3: Sounds great, man! Thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it.
6: Thanks for having us. We, uh, I, Resolute, and myself have always been. Good friends of you guys, so thank you. Yeah, you bet. There it is. Uh, is it Emily there?
3: She's back right here. All right. Let's just say. Uh, <laughs> hey guys. Thank you for that. I appreciate it, Emily.
5: Yeah, well, I can't wait to do this sounds of swing thing, man. Anything Dire Straits related. <laughs> dire right. Straits references, man. I am there.
3: <laughs> Check out Emily's writing. It's on dot com. The latest and greatest major happenings with Old Majors executive chef Justin Brunson. Emily, home run with that one, and we'll catch up here uh, very quick. Thank you. Thanks. There she is, Emily Fletcher. Good job. Okay, a little behind. We're going to spend a couple of good segments um, with these guys, and I'm, I'm going nuts.
2: Does everybody <laughs> – yeah, mm-hmm. can
4: everyone smell that? There's, mm-hmm.
2: there's, it, it, what would look, look like a, yeah, brisket. I'll paint the
4: picture real quick before break, but it's a brisket sandwich with pickles and uh, it looks like a, a house-made Dijon mustard and.
3: Uh, you think we could put a dent into that?
4: Uh, well, the bread thing is messing up my diet and then the gut health and then so, uh, you know, I, I, I'm i freaking out a little bit. We're we, Listen, I'm
2: going to fall off the wagon with you, but we're going to talk our, talk our boy Joshua into a. Uh, maybe slicing just some meat over there, and then mm. we can just eat the meat, brother. Mm. You know, That's you funny. don't have to worry about the bread, okay? Okay. I know oh. you You just like the meat, Jay.
3: It's Ofu, and we made a visit. It's in Zeppelin Station, uh, Joshua Bonetti, and uh, Bo-
13: Bo- Botini.
4: Botini. Botini. How did, where did I even get that? <laughs> Bonetti. Just, Bonetti. Okay, it's you.
13: I, it's have you. I been saying
3: that wrong the whole night? I hope not. I don't think I have.
13: Uh, Maybe like twice. Twice? <laughs>
3: I'll get it, man. Listen. Uh, can't mess this one up. Jared Leonard, also in house with us, uh, chef owner. So let's take a break. We'll come right back. This is the
0: Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search the Modern Eater.
10: It's my distinct pleasure to introduce you to the Bindery, Eatery, Market, and Bakery. Hi, I'm Chef Linda Hampston Fox, owner of the Bindery. My life's journey has taken me through Switzerland. France, Italy and Mexico and has allowed me to create a menu at the Bindery that I think you'll find truly unique. The Bindery combines a market and bakery with an elevated fine dining experience under the same roof. We are proud at the Bindery to provide artisanal foods made by hand in small batches. Join us in the morning for an award-winning dragonfly coffee, a convenient market lunch, a crafted libation during happy hour or an intimate dinner in the eatery. And don't forget about our amazing weekend brunch. Conveniently located in the Highland neighborhood at 1817 Central Street, just exit I-25 on 20th and park in one of our 55 covered free parking spaces. For our menus and all things The Bindery, look us up online at thebinderydenver.com. And remember, food is one of life's great pleasures, and I look forward to you being my next guest.
9: Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Belgium is a country the size of Maryland, and it's home to more than 600 beers. Belgians take their beers seriously, and Belgian beers are some of the most interesting beers in the world. If you'd like to sample fresh and authentic Belgian-style beers right here in Denver, the place to go is Brews Beers at 67th and Pecos. Brews does only Belgian-style and Belgian-inspired beers, and we do them like nobody else. Doubles, triples, quadruples, saisons, ambers, vit beers, sours, and specialty ales. There's always a great selection at Brews Beers. Sample a flight, take home a crowler or two, and bring your dog. They're always welcome at Brews. Take a beer tour of Belgium without leaving Denver. Brews Beers, spelled B-R-U-Z, at 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. Check us out at BrewsBeers.com. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny. We all love Belgian beer. Brewmaster at Brews Beers. What the f*** is wrong with you? (laughs) You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
3: I love that Charlie Gotten Kenny. Greg Holland Jay Parker Brian Freeman. This where it gets fun. The food is out right now.
2: Beautiful, beautiful. The food is more than fabulous. Um it's some good some good gut health food. Oh yeah, no worries. Might be where I'm waiting for Carly to see if Carly is going to eat some of this because she's like the pinnacle of health over there making me feel bad and um there's like this incredible sandwich sitting in front of her and Jay over there. It's well, just, uh, oh.
3: Let's dig in, so to speak, and introduce our guests right now. Ofu. Um, it's a new spot in Zeppelin Station, and uh, Joshua Bettini. Got it right that time? Yeah, Got it right that time. That's right. And Jared Leonard. Um, guys, first of all, welcome to the show.
12: Thanks for having us. Yeah, good Thank to, you.
3: Good to have you here. Uh, first of all, talk about Ofu. Uh, whoever wants to jump in, go ahead.
12: Yeah, so OFU is uh, the newest concept from our restaurant group called Stone Soup Collective. It's our first spot here in Denver. We're originally from Chicago. And uh, it's, a, it's a combination of my love for Texas-style barbecue with my wife's Canadian heritage. Gotcha. Yeah, so we, we do smoked brisket. It's our, our primary protein. And, you know, the traditional style of a, a smoked brisket or smoked meat sandwich up in Montreal is uh, sliced brisket, cured and smoked, and then served on rye bread with pickles and mustard. Mm.
3: That's what you brought us in here today, right? <laughs> yeah.
12: So we do it that way, and then you know, just kind of born out of uh, creative energy and also the fact that I don't eat a lot of bread, we also serve this in what's called a market bowl. So instead of getting it on rye bread, if you, you're, you have a gluten intolerance or you just don't like carbs or bread or whatever... Uh, you can get the same beef over a bowl of fresh roasted produce. Yeah, I got
3: to tell you what. Maybe we'll hook you up, actually. John Irvin over there who's ransacking here. <laughs> he he uh, has a dedicated uh, gluten-free vegan bakery in Arvada, and he has a hoagie roll that's gluten-free that uh, might be a home run for yeah. you for the gluten-free friends that just want to eat the meat. And um, But th- rye, how do you go wrong with the rye? Uh, we met this gentleman, Joshua, at Culinary Fight Club and. And uh, he was there for a couple of days and just uh, duking it out with other chefs, and but, but moreover having fun and, and doing great for the brand OFU, um, which is where we met you, Joshua. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Yeah, We've seen a lot of each other. Yeah, that's right. So we did a field trip. We went to OFU in Zeppelin Station. Um, first of all, uh, you know, you guys wait wait until that station is just hopping, and, and you guys I think are built for success there. Um, really cool location. But we had an opportunity to hang out with Joshua. I believe, is your wife's name Rebecca?
13: No. Uh, Kristen.
3: Kristen, close.
13: Fiance. Yeah, <laughs> soon to be.
3: Soon to be. Um, you guys have a passion for meat as well. And he was cutting some some meat up in there. He said, "That smoke, that smell. I never get over it, man. Um, your passion, where would it come from?
13: Um, I think a lot of it is, I mean, it's easy to be passionate with that smell. Uh, it fills up a room, um, but honestly, it just comes down to uh, just seeing people enjoy that um, after they smell it, and then once they taste it, it's like stages. Um, to be able to provide something that you know rarely is, is eaten by certain people, mm-hmm. um, it, it's just an amazing feeling to be like, the amount of time that I got put into that and see them appreciate it that much, um, if not more, uh, it's, it's huge. Yeah.
3: yeah. I um, and I believe again you're set up for success there backstory a million years ago I grew up with the kid I guess he's not a kid now but Kyle Zeppelin we ran around when and you probably met him somewhere oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. along mm-hmm. his travels. Yep. So I know that Zeppelin station that's a project that um, they want to really see succeed and and with that um, bar upstairs big trouble mm-hmm. a really cool looking location there and all of the cool vendors how do you describe Zeppelin station gents?
12: Uh, you know, Zeppelin, Zeppelin Station is a, it's a market hall. So food halls have been the craze as of late. And you know, Zeppelin Station combines great culinary aptitude with creative energy. The The Rhino Arts District has an office in there. Uh, they're bringing in some really creative um, retail from Montreal. So it's not just a place to eat, but it's a place to work. It's a place to drink. Obviously, the offices upstairs are going to be occupied by five or 600 people. So really cool building right off of the Evans... Uh, was that the the light rail or yep. what do y'all you call light your rail. transit? Yeah. Okay, light rail. In Chicago, we've got all these different colors. Sure. I don't know if it's the same here. Right. But yeah, so I think uh, you know it's just it's a great place to work, to eat, to drink. Kind of a one stop shop in, in a cool neighborhood. And the design on it has been top notch. Uh, all the restaurant groups that they brought in to do mm-hmm. food concepts are are hitting it out of the park. So it's uh, we're happy to be there. And uh, yeah, I I agree. I gotta say, I think it's going to be a big hit.
3: Yeah, you know, so the show we tout ourselves as hyper local food and drink. And so there's a fence and a line that you've got to walk. And, you know, here it is, you know, new kids on the block. You guys are coming in. Uh, Community is everything around here in Colorado, which um, I'm sure you know. But what do you do to reach out and have the community embrace you in that sense?
12: You know, so uh, originally we were the out-of-town restaurant group that was coming in to do a project. And since we arrived here, we obviously are in Zeppelin Station, we also built out a catering kitchen, and classroom facility, and private event space over on Delaware and Evans, and we have a food truck. So um, I'm permanently here now. Uh, best of luck to my crew back in Chicago. Uh, but I, I, I go back there to visit and to open restaurants, and you know, we have a culinary team that's really strong there, but I move my family here permanently just to absorb the Colorado culture, and, and my kids love it. I've got a six- and seven-year-old that uh, used to see, I don't know, guns and taxis and all kinds of crazy big city stuff and now there's elk in my yard up in evergreen so um we're really embracing the local community and trying to put a bunch of projects into play and uh launch our other brands here as well so we 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 hope colorado will be receptive to it i I see the culinary scene here really booming right now so it's exciting to be a part of that
2: yeah Um, uh greg let me jump in here brian freeman uh Let's talk about the food a little bit more. Yeah, I, I want to do that jump in the next I mean, segment. Let's talk oh, okay. all
3: about the food in the next segment. I kind of okay. I was just hitting on uh, you know how how to embrace the community, how the community embraces you. Um, I think that you know, you'll do a great job. And so you've relocated here. Yep. I love that. Uh, mm-hmm. So we can call you local. Yeah, sure. And um, and welcome. Thank first you. Of all, uh, but contribute. You know, contribute to our community. And what we do here is beyond food and beverage, but it's supporting. Uh, your local farmers it's uh, how you source stuff um, the charities that you work with um, doing those types of things to where um, people know you're here and and you're here to stay and you believe in not only yourself and your own business but the businesses around you okay kind of rising up uh, all the ships um, high tides raise all ships so it's just so cool to have you guys in town and with good product and I want to talk about your product extensively in the next segment, if you don't mind, of what you guys have to offer and what we can look forward to in that great smoker. And I already have ideas for you guys for wanting to get some good local breweries together with that big trailer that you have and tie a nice local charity into that. And we can have so much fun here in this community. So, again, welcome, and uh, we'll get it going in the next segment with uh, all about the food and their passion for barbecue. It's Ofu in Zeppelin Station. Uh, Jared Leonard, that was the voice you were just hearing, as we welcome him into town, and Joshua Bettini. Uh, we'll come back. We'll do that. Um, get get ready. Get hungry, because we're eating some delicious brisket right here in the uh, iHeart Studios. Uh, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker. Jay, are you are you taking any uh, in? Are you eating? <laughs> I
4: haven't eaten anything yet, but it's not because it does. Everything about it is delicious, but I'm, I am I want to wait till the show's over so I can just get pig out. Yeah, he waits till 2 a.m. I know. Jay, stop
2: it. You've got Carly right next to you. She's even eating this. I, I I want her on and, my
4: speed dial so anytime I'm out and I'm like, can I eat this right now? Is what's the time? Can I do it or no? You no, know, she does the seventy
2: thirty. You do the eighty twenty. 80, 20 Why don't you open it up a little bit, man? Open up your mind. You're in Colorado now. You're not in that like <sighs> nobody knows closed what mind your 80, 80, anymore, is or yeah. what
3: your seventy thirty is or <laughs> those. Th- um, I almost want to explain what that is, but we don't have time. We'll come back. It is the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
0: Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater.
3: Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. All right, Lively Studio, we'll get back to O-F-O here in just a minute. Folks are talking amongst themselves, and right now, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Again, here's the man. He's uh, uh, Jeff on the spot. Um, 20 years in the business. He's a family man. He installs custom tap lines. He puts the faucets into your restaurant or bar or brewery that are of your dreams, uh, seriously. He's going to make sure that it's as efficient as it can possibly be, because if you're not pouring efficient beer, fellas, what are you doing?
4: You're pouring your money down the drain.
3: Pouring your money down the drain. Don't do that. Don't look silly. Don't be one of those guys that you're you're pouring a a really foamy beer and then you use a uh, you know a sink or a. a-
4: Butter knife and you scrape
2: it off oh, that old man, school thing. Just, yeah, you, are those guys that pour it into the pitcher? It's half foam, half beer. Yeah, you, know, man, right? you
4: look ridiculous. Don't look
2: ridiculous. Get a hold of
3: Jeff Rourke and get an A plus on your report card. He's going to make sure you're fixed up. Your temperatures are right. You're pouring smoothly. You're as efficient as possible, and you're making money by saving money. Um, that's for darn sure. Jeff Rourke, A plus Beverage Solutions, seven two zero two seven two thirty eight zero nine seven two zero. It's Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions.
12: Justin Brunson, Old Major, you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. There's a guy. He'd
3: probably be great sitting in on this conversation with Jared Leonard and Joshua Patini from Ofu in Zeppelin Station. And I want to just give this a, a good stretch, a run here for four minutes so you guys talking back and forth about barbecue, your love for it, and the things that you have to offer, and the educational uh, component as well. When you guys talk, just say, hey, it's Jared, or hey, it's Joshua.
12: Sure. Hey, Jared here. Uh, so, you know, one of the things that we, we like to do with our food is we don't just want to feed our customers. We, we want to inspire them to know more about the food and l- just to love the food. So uh, in Chicago, we, teach, these cl- we te- teach barbecue classes, and we spend three or four hours every every saturday we used to do it wednesdays and saturdays now we're just doing it once a week just serving a five course meal and giving away all our secrets you know and it's it, at first we had a little apprehension to, to sharing all our recipes sure. and all our techniques and everything but i what i realized is that when step four is light a fire and sit by it for 16 hours
8: you've
3: lost a couple of mo-
12: people there. yeah most people are out so i'm oh, um, in just so you know. Hey, I I love it. I want to do that Saturday thing. well,
3: How can people find information on that?
12: So our website for our barbecue restaurant is bbqsupply.com, and we're just launching our Denver location right now. It's over at 2180 South Delaware, and that website's bbqsupplydenver.com. And uh, there we'll be doing these private classes, and then every Friday night we host dinners called pit-to-plate dinners. So barbecue, you know, one of the, the, the key elements to barbecue is freshness. You know, you don't want barbecue that's been sitting around all day. Obviously, when someone orders a plate of brisket, you don't fire it because it needs to cook for 16 hours. So at our pit-to-plate dinners, we have a, a four- or five-course, usually off-menu a little bit, um, dinner where we share a two- or three-hour meal with 40 lucky guests. It's, it's all pre-fee, and we go over a little bit of cooking technique, um, but it's more of just a communal dinner where we get to spend time with people. We're in the pit room, so you smell like smoke. You know, we send out a, a disclaimer ahead of time to just say, "Hey, don't wear clothes that you're not okay with smelling like wood smoke for the next until you clean them." Basically, so you know, don't wear your cashmere sweater to the barbecue pit to plate dinner.
3: That's right. We go camping around here, man. If you don't come <laughs> home from camping smelling like smoke, you're doing something wrong there. Uh, <laughs> Joshua, uh, the meats that you that you cook. First of all, your favorite style of barbecue
13: regionally in the country. What is it? Uh, I would say it was even Texas before I started working with Jared. Mm -hmm. um, Simply because I I remember like grilling with my dad um, when I was younger and just bringing that experience um, into what I do now. I love cooking. Uh, I grew up on on cooking and being able to be interactive now with cooking, um, with still providing the the care and passion at the same time. um, It's the whole reason why I got into this. Um, This has been a huge experience, like seeing different concepts different versions of smoking and that's the best part is like there is no standard way um and and being able to what what i feel you know this company does and what we do um is uh modernizing it uh, making it more approachable less scary um yes smoking is is a little bit of due diligence and you know taking your time but at the same time it's accomplishable It, it can be done um and if we can like jared said provide that or inspire people to do that that's huge um and honestly just seeing the faces when we open the smoker um that's worth it so i live in a high
3: rise in cherry creek and um they're gonna they're gonna love when they see a smoker on my <laughs> 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 let's, let's go i don't even think i can do that but i do grill but i use gas and i love i love coals, and i love adding wood and flavoring and that kind of thing but um, grilling, smoking. I mean, you guys like to grill?
12: Yeah, I do. But, you know, I, I like to. The, the first thing I do in the barbecue class is I point out and you know, I explain the difference between barbecue do and it. grilling. Do it so, right now. Well, yeah, you know, I always make the that. joke that, like, it's evolved into that, like, anytime people are eating outside, they say they're having a barbecue. You know, they go pick up some Popeyes from the, from the drive through and they have a picnic and they say they're having a barbecue because they're eating outside. You're eating outside, you're having a picnic, right? That's right. If you throw some steak on the grill, you're having you're, a cookout. Or you're grilling. Or you're having a cookout. Yeah, you're grilling. You're barbecuing when you're low and slow cooking meat for 16 hours, indirect heat, Mm -hmm. and generally like the bigger primal cuts of meat. You're not talking about steaks. You're not talking about anything that's further broken down. You're talking about big briskets. You're talking about pork shoulders. You're talking about ribs. Generally, the the, the difference between grilling and smoking, grilling is a nice piece of meat that you cook hot and fast. And then smoking is a big piece of meat you cook low and slow.
3: And I'll tell you what, I don't know if you've gone with this angle, but any more and more these days as they're looking into cooking and inflammation and temperatures that you're cooking at, that if you're going onto a grill and you get a lot of the char on there, that that offers a high inflammation diet for your body, which is very difficult to break down. And they, But anyway, smoking and slow cooking is a very low inflammation uh, way to cook. So... You, Carly, you give me the thumbs up on that one. So um, just a great thing for your digestive system and the meats as well and all the nutrients that goes along with it.
4: Not you. a fair shot uh, at Popeye's, you know, uh, to be honest. It, they're, they're doing a few good things. He didn't take a shot at Popeye's. <laughs> I'm just saying you when think, you're having a picnic, yeah. it's not a barbecue.
12: That's yeah. all. I love Popeye's, you know. And, and Jay, um,
2: what show are you on? And they're doing what? What are they doing at Popeye's? What Something. You, I see the commercial. You put those two words in the same sentence, Jay? Know, we're, I, we're on a food show, babe. Come know, on. What's I going on that they're That's doing
4: right
3: uh so you guys you brought us in some delicious bris- it looks like john irvin put a dent in that wow or is that just a different angle
4: no didn't you notice that? john irvin disappeared and then half of that uh brisket <laughs> loin okay, it is really gone does
3: look a little bit better so uh just so you know jay and i are going to angle for our 2 a.m meals you know just to have a little bit with us to take home because we don't like to eat in public but it's just delicious. It's great stuff, you guys. Thank you. It's really cool with what you're doing. Let's stay in close contact because you have a lot of cool stuff going on. I think that networking is so key. Um, I know you're going to stick in this community. It's just you got all the right pieces in place. And with Joshua.
2: Um, well, Greg, let me mention Brian yeah. Freeman. They, d- You didn't mention that what? they they were the new kids on the block, new to Denver. What, what have you guys been here? How many months?
12: I uh, moved here in October.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, look at this. Not even five months they got... On the top ten list for the best poutines, did you know? Did you know? Big. That's a big. I mean, these guys are in in company with people like Justin Brunson over at Old Major won it, and these guys won it. That's a. I think that's a big deal. That's noteworthy.
3: Yeah, and I, but I'll bet you if I look at these guys, they'll say, we expect that out of us, right? I mean, don't you, in a certain sense, and you're running around the country talking to all kinds of other guys, you got to collaborate all the time, like, hey, what are you doing different, or eyeballing this, or just making sure you're on top of your uh, smoking game.
12: Yeah, I mean, lists are fun. It's always fun to make a list. Um, we were grateful for that, and Westward has been giving us some good press. We're actually doing a, a shoot with them this week for our Budlong Hot Chicken brand. So wait to wait till you see our Budlong. I mean, it's... OFU's oh, a, a wonderful brand. Our barbecue supply company is doing great, but our Bud Long Hot Chicken, when we start to roll out that food truck, y'all are going
2: what, what to see Bud, some lists. Bud
12: Long, Jared? Bud Long? Uh, we're in Colorado. Where, where are you going with this? So Bud Long Hot Chicken is another one of our restaurants. It's Nashville Hot Chicken. Ah, oh, nice. okay. So named after the Bud Long family that where the original store is in Chicago, it used to be a cucumber farm in a pickling store. And Nashville Hot Chicken is served with pickles on it. So oh, nice. The Budlong Hot Chicken. We have four locations in, uh, four locations in Chicago. We're gonna be launching our food truck here in Denver. Check out us uh, on Instagram, the Budlong or the for more info on that.
3: Welcome to Colorado. Oh by the way, if you want a really cool t-shirt, <laughs> look no further than just go to Oh yeah. and get a t-shirt because these guys have some really cool apparel. I mean, it's nothing like the fairy godmothers' t-shirts. And wow. we give a
12: little shout out to Station 16. They're the artist group up in Montreal that uh, collaborated with us on those shirts. Wow!
3: It's, it's, it's,
12: yeah, and I, really I, really we almost we need uh, to decipher
2: what some of the shirts mean. I mean, I know the the reference uh, to the the metal one that was easy. Uh, the big boy with 365 carrying the
12: 375. The, 375. A, one of the big birthdays of the city. Yeah, we can. Oh, beautiful. A, we yeah.
2: can do an hour on just their apparel. It's
3: so uh-huh. cool.
12: Hashtag and
2: Denver has AF. To, yeah. Yep. Hashtag Denver, Denver AF. AF. Get get down to the Zeppelin Station. Is our website out. as well? Uh, yeah. It's
12: DenverAF.com.
3: Perfect. Good branding. Uh, thank you guys for coming Absolutely. out and bringing thank some you. meat, man. It's uh, out of this world. Go check it out. Zeppelin Station, it's Ofu. Uh, Jared Leonard and Joshua Bettini. We'll be right back. Kyle Moyer, all the booze news you can use right here on The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.
0: Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery, it's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey. Rocker rum. Rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatora. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. RockerSpirits.com. RockerSpirits.com.
14: Do you have the goods? If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Do you love a great sandwich? How about wood oven-roasted vegetables on multigrain bread with rosemary, mayo, and olives? Vegan and certified gluten-free. Or for the meat lover, try one of their most popular menu items, the Paleo Bowl. With house-smoked pork, wood oven roasted veggies, two sunny-side up eggs, and Indonesian sambal sauce. It's delicious. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two happy hours daily, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They're family and children friendly, and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant offering a wide menu of gluten-free and vegan options. And they don't forget about meat lovers with a staff that really cares on East Colfax directly connected to the tattered cover bookstore hungry,
2: or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at GrowersOrganic.com.
0: Now it's time for the
12: Modern Eater's Booze
0: in the News
12: segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a a chair and and a cooler beer.
0: Here's your Booze News. Yes, it is, just like old
3: times. Booze in the news, all the booze news you can use right here on The Modern Eater Show. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman. The time flies by so quick, but here it is. Um, and I think with food fair, you guys, menus change all the time, going seasonal. And just like that, Kyle Moyer, welcome back to the show. You've been missed, as always.
15: Yes, yeah, what since September, I think since something September.
3: like that. <laughs> but you're back on, and and uh, we actually miss you because, like I said, you forget <laughs> more than I'll ever know about booze, beer, uh, wine, uh, whiskey. But changing, uh, changing your palate now. Let's go out of the darks into the lights, or what?
15: Well, I, I I did an article. I forget it was Denver Post or some somebody about what might be hot coming in this you know spring and summer and. Mm-hmm. It's it's obvious now I'm really seeing, like, lagered beers that are just coming back. It's like so many of the beer drinkers are finally over the big barrel age stuff, the really crazy stuff, and everybody's just like, I just want to drink beer. So lagered beers I think are going to make a huge com- – well, I know are going to make a huge comeback, you know, this spring and summer.
3: Yeah, I, I always say it my daily is – well, one of two. It's either Ska's uh, True Blonde or uh, Upslopes Lager. I just love those two cuz light, refreshing. They're, they're
15: easy to drink. You could pair, you know, them with pretty much anything food-wise. Um, but you you're just not getting one beer and just getting bloated and drunk and, you know, I think a lot of people now just really enjoy beer for um, something to sip on, something to again eat or drink, you know, and eat and pair together and things like that. So, it's kind of hard to do that with some of these really big barrel-aged stouts and just
3: well, it's Whibby a, Brewing Company, they've got a delicious lager as well. And Whibby's now what?
15: Yeah, now they're canning. So six-pack cans. We just got some in at the Bogies Beer and Wine. We have their uh, India Pale Lager, their Dunkle. Uh, I believe we have their Hellas and then their Rattler. So they also do a double Dunkle, which is phenomenal. Uh, we don't have that in cans right now, but, you know, that's something hopefully you can get down down the line. But at the... Crafty Fox, we do have the rattler. Perfect for these summer days, you know, warm days, things like that. It's it's refreshing and kind of a fun, fun beer style. Kyle, what about a uh, springtime and summertime sours?
2: What, is a sour considered light? Is it refreshing?
15: Yeah, absolutely. And and especially most breweries are doing the kettled sours. They're kind of faster and easier to do, and uh, they're can we, delicious. Can we
3: do that? Let's do So you're going to write for themoderneater.com, and as we run out on time here, I want to have you back because this is basically your segment again. So <laughs> uh, looking forward to having you back close with the show, and I want you to write a good article about what Brian was just saying right there. So uh, yeah. I have to thank everybody. Go to themoderneater.com. Check everything out. Until next time, we'll be back here at The Modern Eater Show.